I'm Luke, and I loved Pokemon Detective Pikachu. I'm Shannon. I love Detective Pikachu. So we saw Detective Pikachu about two days ago, three days ago, when it came out here in Japan. Um, in English, my Japanese is not good enough, but I wanted to see it for the first time in Japanese. And it was a film that was made in English, so it made sense. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was pretty much what I hoped for going in. What did you think? What were you expecting before we saw it? I expected it to be worse than it was. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm generally pretty optimistic, so I was hoping it would be good, and it pretty much lived up to my expectations. I think it did a really good job of just creating a believable version of the Pokemon world. Whilst it didn't feel like like with the DC movies where they're trying so hard to set up a franchise. It felt like it was a film on its own. But it just did some good world building. Apart from that one bit which was really obviously like, here is the world of Pokemon. Here is what Pokemon are. Here are some characters you need to know. I mean, you do have to explain to the people who don't know about Pokemon, like, if, like, parents go to see it with their kids or something. Oh yeah, I definitely, it, it needed to set up the world of Pokemon, I think it did a good job of it. But there was just that one scene which felt a bit shoehorned in. It was a bit, yeah. Lots of films have dodgy exposition, it's not the first film to do that. And it was over pretty quick. But overall, I thought it was a really fun film. I think that the film was really well done in compared to what I was expecting. Because I was expecting like one of those terrible made-after-game films, but this wasn't that. It was actually made by people who cared about Pokemon and knew about the Pokemon world. And I think that really came out in the movie. Yeah, it definitely felt like they really loved it. It didn't feel like someone at the studio was like, here's a game, we want a film made out of it. It just felt like people loved that world and wanted to make a film in that world. Yeah. Like, so mild spoilers, but the first, like, Pokemon you properly meet was a And, like, it wasn't just like, oh, here's a thing from the game, look at it. They understood the character of that Pokemon. And, like, they used that Pokemon to give characterization to, like, the main human character. And as soon as that bit happened, I was like, oh, okay, these guys actually understand Pokemon really well. And I don't know how to respond to that. You have to. Okay. And yeah, the whole film, just it was full of Pokemon and behaving the way you'd expect them to behave and looking the way you want them to look. And had like a good sense of humor and a good heart. And like at points it got kind of emotional and it all felt like it was about Pokemon, which is what I wanted it to be. And for me, I thought the Pokemon looked amazing. I think maybe because it's my background in digital art and 3D work, but I noticed a lot of things with the art style that if I had designed the movie, I would have done differently. I mean, I'm definitely like not an expert in any of this stuff. I didn't notice most of the things that you told me about after the film. But I definitely would say that when you're looking at like a main character like Pikachu and Psyduck, who are on screen a lot, they looked really good. And obviously not all the Pokemon looked as good as they did. 
Yeah, I mean, that's to be expected, but I mean, in general, I think all the Pokemon had good 3D models. It's just the details that I had problems with. Just, just some of the techniques they used to create them, I would have done differently. Now, you were saying before that you thought they were trying too hard to use, like, dirty, gritty textures. Yeah, and they overdid some of it in certain areas that most people won't notice, but and me as an artist, I totally notice it all over the place. But I think at the same time, you can understand why they did that, because they're taking these... Like, they already have 3D models, but they're quite cartoonish, and they're trying to differentiate it from the version in the games by giving them, like, excessive fur and scales and stuff. Yeah, I understand why, but they could have done it just a little bit better in certain instances. There are plenty of instances where they did do it professionally, and I agree with what they did, but there's also a lot of places that I did not like how it came out. That's fair, but I think, especially considering this was like the first one, it probably didn't have a huge amount of money thrown at it. Yeah, and that's to be expected. I totally can see that uh, they didn't have the highest budget, and that's probably led to most of the errors that I saw. But I think... For considering what it was, they did a really good job. And hopefully it does well enough that we do get, like, Pokemon Red in a few years or something. Yeah, and I totally agree that, like... What am I saying? They did well for what they had. Yeah, I think they did really well. And as a first movie in that style, really, it came out pretty well. And I'm not saying that the, everything's bad. I'm just saying that it could have been... Certain areas could have been better. But definitely as, like, as a first one to build on. If you think, like, if you compare it to, say, the first Iron Man film, which was just, like, barely had anything from the Marvel Universe, and now ten years later we're at Infinity War and it's, like, Comic-Cons, it's like seeing the comics on the screen. I think if this is our first little taste of seeing Pokemon in a live-action version, imagine, like, what the Pokemon Endgame is going to look like. Amazing! That's so. Fine. We've got a message from a fan of the show, my friend and colleague Matt Comagis, and he wants to know whether Detective Pikachu is worth seeing if you're not super into Pokemon. It's the Anarchist Pokemon. We're a 40-year-old man who's probably a little too old to have gotten into Pokemon recounts his feeble attempts to do so. Dig it, G! You may have thought there were only three or so Jonas Brothers, I don't remember, but you forgot that fourth, perhaps fifth. He is Bonus Jonas. Now, Luke, who loves Pokemon, we didn't talk about this, but let's get into Detective Pikachu a bit. Um, it's Golden Week here in Japan. We're on vacation, and I convinced my daughter we should go see the new Avengers movie. What does that have to do with Pokemon? Absolutely nothing. But I thought, oh, she didn't see Infinity War. She should uh, get into that a bit. I showed her the plot on Wiki, and I have to read a bit of that for you now. Uh, this was an obvious mistake. So, here we go. <clears throat> Having acquired the Power Stone, one of the six Infinity Stones from the planet Xandar, Thanos and his lieutenants, Ebony Maw, Cobb City, and Proximia Midnight and Colvis Glaive intercept the spaceship carrying surviving Asgardians. 
She went straight to mom and said, I have no clue what's going on. I don't understand this. I can't see the movie. I would agree based on that plot description. We've convinced her since, and she's coming with us. But in the meantime, I, I was like, what other movies could we see? And up, oh, Detective Pikachu's coming out. I don't know what Detective Pikachu is. As far as I know, Pikachu only says Pikachu. But in this movie, he's saying many things to this guy who can hear him talk. Is this a good movie? I'm not sure. So I'm going to check out IMDb where it hasn't been released yet. Now, in my weird world, I thought it had already been released in America. Is this a good movie? Is this not a good movie? I can't tell. Is this movie for kids? Is it for older people? I can't tell. I don't know if I need to see Detective Pikachu. I may just watch Bumblebee again, or I may watch something else. I don't know what Detective Pikachu is. I've had very little uh, cohesion with Pokemon, as we've already worked out, and I have no idea what this movie is, but it seems to have a lot of CGI. You've been listening to the Anarchist Pokemon. Please send all hate mail to Luke, who loves Pokemon. So yeah, um, a lot of people I've seen online saying things like, oh yeah, it's great if you're a Pokemon fan. But I think it, there was enough there that people who aren't super into Pokemon should still get some enjoyment out of it. It was, a, I mean, it had funny laughs. It had a pretty simple story, characters and stuff. I mean, I could see why, like, people who are not at all into Pokemon might not like it. Or maybe people who aren't into that style of movie wouldn't like it. But there were plenty of laughs in there that are universal. There are plenty of jokes in there that are universal that anybody can get. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess I'll speak about specific bits that made me laugh on the second half. But it was... I was genuinely laughing a lot at this film, way more than I expected. Like, there were sections where it just felt like a full-on comedy movie. So I can now totally understand why they cast Ryan Reynolds and stuff. Yeah, I'm really glad that they had Ryan Reynolds. He really did a lot for the movie. Yeah, I think I think anyone can go to this film and enjoy it, but the reason that I like really loved it was because of the Pokemon elements, because it spoke to me as a Pokemon fan. I definitely agree with that, like... I probably wouldn't have been super into it if it hadn't been a Pokemon movie, but it did. It was a Pokemon movie, so I was really into it. That's fair. I think because Matt is more into the gaming aspects of entertainment that he'll find at least some entertainment out of this movie. Yeah, also Matt's very weird, so I'm sure he'll enjoy it. Yeah, he probably would. Okay, so we'll have a little break here, and then when we come back, We'll talk a little bit more about the movie in terms of specifics and spoilers. So if you don't want to know anything going into the film, um, then yeah, switch off now and come back in a week's time when the rest of the world gets to see it. Your rhythm keeps my heart in time. You, you found me. Made me into something new. Let me through the deepest water. I promise love. Carry on you. Okay, we're back from my break. I probably put some music in there or something. So 
So yeah, what's in terms of the Pokemon that we saw, which ones do you think were done best and which ones were done worst? The worst one was what was it called? Oh, Aldino. Al Aldino? Is that how it's said? So, or maybe Audino? Audino? It was, it was only in the film for like a second, but I didn't even notice. But you said you really didn't like the face on it. Yeah, when it turned to the camel right at camera right at the end of the movie, uh, it just my brain was just like no, <laughs> like it just didn't look right. But there were plenty of other Pokemon which just had bit parts like that, which looked really good. Yeah, like... Like the Snorlax looked amazing, and I love Snorlax. The Snorlax looked good. I really, really enjoyed Gyarados, even though he only appeared for, like, what, ten seconds? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, in general, I would say most of the Pokemon who were fluffy were done well. The only one I... The only one I genuinely didn't like the look of was Machamp. Mm. But any time you try and do too human a character on screen... They don't look great. I think that they could have done Machamp a little bit better, yes. And that's one of the characters that would have been better to have less gritty texture and more of a more of a solid tone. Honestly, I think they should have just done Machamp with animatronics and a dude in a suit. I mean, that could have been done too. He's basically a human anyway, so yeah. just get a bodybuilder and put some robot <laughs> arms on him and paint him grey. <laughs> but nobody does that anymore. So, like, for me, I've said many times, well, my favorite Pokemon is Cubone. And I didn't know going into it that he was going to be, like, a fairly major point of the film. Like, at the start of the film, we see him trying to catch the Cubone, and we set up that Tim's lonely. And, like, set up his character. And then, right at the end, the Ditto turned into Cubone and tried to kill him as well. <laughs> so I was glad to see he got lots of screen time. Mewtwo had a big role, and I do love Mewtwo. Kind of came across more like a superhero than a monster, but... That's sort of what you expect with Mewtwo. And then we had Ditto, and we actually got, like, kind of a funny twist off the back of Ditto. And he basically just was, like, Terminator 2 of Mr. Rodo from Deep Space Nine or something. It's like a shape-shifting character. What did you think of the, the Bulbasaur part in the middle? There was a lot of Bulbasaurs. That part of the film is where it got, like, very emotional and very into, like, what Pokemon is. Um, and I did... I. Yeah, I teared up a little bit. That was when I was like, oh man, this is this is a real Pokemon movie. This is what I've been waiting 20 years for. I think it was the fact that the Pokemon could understand the people's feelings. I think that really got to me because in it's it's usually not as well explained how the Pokemon become partners with the the, the character in like uh in the beginning with the Cubone, like he they Cubone the Cubone couldn't connect with the main character, so he just didn't want to become their, their Pokemon. And I think it really explained that part really well, like how the um how the Pokemon can understand their their trainer's feelings. Yeah, I mean that's like the the core essence of what Pokemon is. And they made that like the main theme of the film, so that was really well done. What were the funniest bits for you? Oh yeah, the Mr. Mind scene was really good. It was and it it wasn't like particularly clever comedy it was just dumb goofy slapstick stuff done really well i like the part where he accidentally dropped the match at the end yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it was very funny um there were some funny lines in there like uh at the start when he accidentally inhales the gas and then shelly pikachu's making like cocaine jokes about it <laughs> or when the apoms are chasing him and he's 
Pikachu's trying to shout for help, but obviously no one understands him. He's going, oh god, a man is dying! It definitely... It was one of those typical blockbustery things where the first two-thirds of the film, it almost felt like a comedy. And then in the final act, it's like, oh no, it's a serious film now. The jokes stop here. What did you think about the characters? I know you weren't a big fan of the main female character. Oh yeah, she just felt like an afterthought, like just tossed in to be like, oh, hey, look, there's a love story. I mean, I'm glad they did the same thing Bumblebee did, where they didn't really shove the love story in your face. But still, I wasn't a big fan of her character. Oh yeah, she definitely felt like, oh, we have to have a girl one. But, I mean, she didn't, she didn't do anything that was, like, offensively bad. Not there was just nothing to her. Not offensively bad, it's just, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was it was very much just the the plot you've seen a million times before of, like, oh, she's a reporter, she wants a story, she cares too much about her job, but no one takes her seriously, and then at the end they do. And then, like, there is that, but for me, I think it was mostly that they gave her that typical, that typical, like, female reporter acting that where they're just they just want the story and blah, 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 blah. i don't i don't like that yeah the cold oh she only cares about a job but then at the end she finds a man and now she has a man to care about as well yeah I, I didn't like her character at all like in there yeah she felt a little bit shoehorned in but i've definitely seen films with worse female I characters mean, than that there's there's no denying that but doesn't make it it make, make me like her anymore <laughs> yeah um the villains were a little bit pantomime in places, but... A bit. Bill Nye is just fun in everything, so he made it work. Before that, when you think his son is the main baddie, and he was not a good actor, so I'm glad they didn't push him too much. <laughs> that was the worst British accent I've ever heard, and I think the actor is British, but even so. <laughs> but the main guy was good, and his relationship with Pikachu was well handled. So yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, even though I complain about the art, like, I don't think the art's really that bad. It's just little details, and I think overall, in the end, I really do enjoy this movie if I ignore the female character, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm definitely going to see it, like, once more in English and then once in Japanese in the theaters. I want to see if things, like, there's a couple times where they use, like, the anime theme tune. I want to see if they use the Japanese version and stuff. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't think I'm quite that big of a fan of the movie to go see it in theaters, but then again, I hardly see any movies in theaters, so I mean... You probably will come because I'll drag you, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fun romp. I'm sure there were things I meant to say that I'd forgotten. Yeah, me too. I mean, I could go all into all the details about how the how I would have done the art different and the parts that really stood out to me, but really, I don't think you all want to hear that. <laughs> Yeah, and I could talk about how the plot was pretty simple and, like, all the twists were signalled really far in advance, but no. it wasn't the sort of film where it was meant to be. It wasn't really a detective movie, it's just a fun romp. Yeah. But it was cute, I liked it. And I, yeah, I liked it enough that I'm now really excited for them to do more Pokemon movies in this style and in this universe. I really hope so, because after watching this movie, I was inspired to make a movie on Pokemon, <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's just... I would really like to see another one. Yeah, we get little hints of, like, Pokemon trainers and Pokemon battling and stuff. But yeah, I want to see that that journey and that story told well. I want to see... I want to see big clashes between fire-breathing dragons and monsters and stuff, which we only really got a little taste of in this. So yeah, here's hoping for more. Yay! 
Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie, and artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you're enjoying Luke Loves Pokemon, and you haven't already, please head on over to the Twitter and Facebook pages, which can both be found at Luke Loves PKMN. From there you can see new episodes, rate and review the show, like and subscribe on YouTube, and support the show on Patreon, or get in contact about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, Execute and Cubone. I'd love to hear from you about any monster, so please say hi! I've got big plans for Luke Loves Pokemon later in 2019, and I hope you'll all join me for the ride. I love Pikachu, and remember, I love you too.